0: rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in and prepare to expand. Virginia Frishcorn is the founder and CEO of Party Trick, a tech platform built to disrupt the event industry, helping to make planning and executing a highly curated event accessible and convenient for everyone. She's also the founder of a luxury event production company called Bluebird Productions, Something Blue, and the Aspen picnic company. Throughout her 14 year career in the event industry, she has gained prestige among her peers as one of the top event planners in the country. She's been named best wedding planner by Vogue brides and over the moon, and was also recognized by biz bass must known event pros after planning and executing hundreds of luxury events. Her passion shifted to empowering the everyday host to create the same kind of memorable experience for themselves. Party Trick is her newest venture. The digitally native platform and membership-based app empowers hosts to gather in creative and meaningful ways. Her mission is to take the hassle out of hosting and foster powerful, purposeful connections via events. Virginia is always on the move, constantly looking for new reasons and new places to gather, but spends most of her time between Aspen and Denver. She lives with her two children and rescue dog, Zara. I am so excited to share with you and introduce you to Virginia. Hello. Hello, super expanders and welcome back. I am so excited for today's guest so part of the reason I swear I started this podcast is because I get to have conversations with really, really interesting human beings, ones that I wouldn't necessarily always have the opportunity to have a conversation with. So I'd love to introduce you to Virginia Fresh
1: Thank you so much, Corey. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so
0: excited for this conversation. So a little bit of context. Virginia and I know each other from a women's networking group. We met, she's I think now... Maybe like almost two years ago. I don't like time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't it's know. It's been a
1: minute. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I have like no concept of time anymore. So I think it's somewhere in the ballpark of that. And we connected inside of this women's networking group, and I was just so impressed with with Virginia and all the things that she's doing. She has so many passions. She juggles so many balls, and I'm just like, wow. So. I, I never, like, we, we never start with with what you do around here. So we're going to get to that. So what I would really love for you to <laughs> share, Virginia, is who you are deep down as a human being. Like, what's in your
1: soul? Oh, my goodness. Well, that's a great way to start and a hard one to answer, which is crazy because it should be one of the easiest things to answer. But, right? Like, I think we don't always entirely know ourselves because we go straight to our professional identities. That's but... Deep down, I am curious and connected and self-aware and a mom and someone who just has a very big heart and is fiercely loyal. And all of those things play out in so many different ways in my life, whether it's my, you know, my personal life with my kiddos or my professional life. But I'm probably a little bit too driven. I'm a Leo, so I'm a little bit fiery and spicy as well. and that that's me maybe if that answers a little bit
0: yeah Yeah, you know well first of all I love that you open with you're like I don't know do we do we know because I think that I mean that's the journey right I think we feel like we're supposed to have it all figured out but the really cool thing about the fact that we're all alive is that we get to be on this journey of evolution and growth growth and get to know who we are and I think it is an ever-evolving thing that which is kind of cool, right? We we don't get set, or like we don't have to be stuck in just like one way of being, one way of thinking, one way of feeling. And I think the uh, partially the reason why we're entrepreneurs is because you're so connected to that idea of of growth and evolution, because that's what you have to be, right? It is one hundred percent to that.
1: Yeah, and I do think I was at. Um, I'm just gonna use the word workshop or retreat. For this, but I was at this workshop retreat earlier this year. And it was an experience where we were not allowed to share our last name or what we did professionally with a group of people, 40-ish people over the course of a week, like the whole time. And it was really about who you are at your core, at your essence. And you could start to guess and like throughout the process, you would start to make assumptions about people's personal lives or about what they did professionally. And I think a lot of people immediately could put together the pieces of me in terms of like wanting to bring people together, this connection, the curiosity, the, the driving businesses and this fierceness, but that compassionate side that's deep in. Um, and I don't know when we think about who we are at our core core level, it's something that's so important to go back to over and over again, because that's what we have at the end of the day. And the rest is just kind of like icing on the cake, but we really want to get to know who we are so that way it can expand in every other area. And
0: that's such a a cool idea, cool concept for a retreat, for a personal growth journey. So question about that, when they introduced the idea of, of like basically having to shed these pieces that are your identity, what came up for you there? And I'm asking because I'm like thinking about that. Was it like, oh my gosh, do I know who I am? Or was it, oh, this is an opportunity almost to like reinvent yourself. Like what, what came up for you?
1: I think it was more the former of, do I really know who I am? And I think I do, or I thought I did. And I think ever since then, it's been a question that I've asked myself okay, I know who I am from an intellectual perspective, but do I know who I am from a spiritual perspective or a physical perspective? Am I in touch with all of those parts of my being to actually know who I am? And so it wasn't let me reimagine and become a whole new person, but let me actually get in touch with. The person that's always been there on all the various different, you know, quadrants of our life. So yeah, I think for me, what came up was, wow, I, I know how my brain works. I know how I think I'm aware of that, but who am I at core? When you think about all the various, you know, layers of my being, who am I? A lot started, there were so many questions and it, it allowed for so much self-discovery over the course of um, the time I spent there.
0: Ah, that's such a beautiful... Thing. So you mentioned when we're talking about businesses and kind of like making that connection. I'm kind of like a froggy voice going on here. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it makes it through. It's like it's it's leaving on me here. Uh, do you see from your entrepreneurial journey and the businesses that you have a deep rooted connection? Now that you have, especially having that time. Through, through that week to get to know yourself and who you are at your core even more, do you feel and do you see like direct connection to the like, why the businesses that you have are businesses that you have?
1: Oh yeah, 100% for sure. I think if you think about who business, there's, you know, the skill uh, and like the craft of what you're doing as well as the running of the business itself, right? My businesses are all event related. And they're all about creating memories and these experiences for people to come together, whether it's a multi-million-dollar wedding, a birthday party, or a picnic for two. It's about creating these moments of connection and these experiences that are going to have great impact. And for me, as I went and kind of dug deep, those are things that I just value so much, that in-person connection and beauty and those moments of elevation that allow events in particular to be something that sticks out and like has an impact and an imprint. And so of course, because I care so much about those and and there's so much related to my core values there, of course, I was going to go this route professionally um, because I have to be passionate about it. Then, you know, you layer in the business side and who you are as a business person. And I learned a lot and discovered a ton in that process of the week where I was like, wow, there's, some anger that I didn't realize was there. There's a little bit more fierceness that I didn't realize. There's this hyper structure that's all about control. Well, of course you want to set up systems the way you set them up. Of course you want to look at the strategy the way you do. And so, I mean, that was probably like a little bit more like the ugly side of it. The first part's all pretty, it gets connection and memories and moments, but having the business side and some of those elements that I discovered about myself allowed, had allowed me to create um, the structure from which the craft can then expand and we can create these memories.
0: I kind of want to circle back to when you're mentioning you like the ugly side, which I don't think any of those things are actually ugly. We all, first of all, we have our, all have our shadow sides and it's 100%. imperative that we see them. And there, even when we start talking about them in the context of being like a shadow, there are pluses to our shadow side, right? We, I think tend to, yeah, think, These things that about us that you you might view in a negative connotation are all actually only to be seen from that lens, but there are a lot of our strengths come from those parts of us. And a lot of times that's why we end up, especially I would say when you start really peeling back the layers and looking at people who are extraordinarily successful and doing big things, oftentimes it's those pieces that are this like massive fuel to what creates the, the big thing.
1: I'm right there with you. I think part of me saying that was really more about there's things that we don't like to acknowledge and especially acknowledge in public. And I think getting comfortable with acknowledging that it's there and, because it is, there's that dark side in every person and there are those characteristics and traits about yourself that you might not wanna share with the entire world, but they're there. And the more that we acknowledge them, the more that we can work with it and transform it and bring out the best within that. It's funny that you say that
0: because I feel like in my own just like growth journey that there are these kind of shadow sides, these things that right we didn't we don't want to talk about. But I think we also have this assumption that because we don't talk about them, that others can't see them. And the oh, last yeah. <laughs> thing I think about that is a lot of times that is like this integral piece that people actually like feel about you. Um, in the, and we're walking around with these like masks on, and thinking that no one else sees them or feels them, but you're, you
1: can't. They do, yeah. <laughs> they get it. It's like, let me hide. Let me pretend that no one's gonna see this part of me. They see it.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's so true. In all of this, I'd I love to agree to kind of bring forth and just talk about the businesses that you actually are like working. You have a lot of them, right? So you have a lot of a lot of irons in the fire. So let's talk about those because. I feel like there's like multi-hyphenate facets to you that everyone needs to know about.
1: Thank you. I think that I'm in a very transitional point in my career and a very pivotal point as the the main business that I launched, which is called Bluebird Productions, I launched it in 2010 and that produces luxury, ultra luxury Event, um, whether it's a wedding, a corporate event, or a social event, we are really starting to wind that down. And we're starting to wind down our events with something blue, which was our kind of, I call it the lovely market. And that does weddings that are well above average, but not quite luxury. So those businesses, which have been my, I mean, my entire career, essentially, um, I started when I was so young with the Bluebird Productions business. I mean, I founded it, oh, I was it only really had two full years of like real, real work before I started. It's this chapter as this winds, and as we're launching the next version, which is essentially in part a very small course teaching what we know and teaching people how to to scale something like something blue. Um, so we have a, a course that's coming out soon, but the one that um, has been percolating for years, and I'm so excited, um, is a company called Party Trick. And that launches in about a month and it really takes my like personal mission as well as what we've been doing with Bluebird and something blue over the last 10 years. And it's going to bring it to the masses and not just these very, very exclusive, you know, mountaintop crazy, crazy events, but like how to actually host an event, whether it is a brunch for two, a barbecue, a Super Bowl party or a fancy dinner party how everyone can do it and have that guidance. It's like a food 52 meets a sauna meets Pinterest all combined and really truly empowers people to have these experiences themselves. Like we're giving people the tools. And so, yes, the course does it for weddings. And now Party Trick is going to bring everything we know about producing insane events, but bring it to the level that matters where you're just like around your kitchen table with your friends, with your kids, with a partner, Um, and, and having these amazing moments that we all really need and getting back to like having in-person human connection and not just the like, Hey, let's just DM on Instagram or let's only have zoom conversation, but I want people together. I brought people together for years. I love setting the stage for these opportunities for fun and for memories and all of that. And now, now we can do it in a very different way. I love it. So this is making me
0: think that I went through a an exercise. It was more towards the beginning of the year, and it was creating a live list. And instead of basically creating a list of memories that you want to create ahead of creating them. Oh, I love. So yeah. when I'm listening to you talk about just the the idea of events, and I think some people like think about events, they don't necessarily connect to how they get anchored into your into your memory, right? And so really giving that forethought to the event that you actually want to create. And it's not that you're so puppeting the memories, but you're you're setting the canvas for something magical to actually get rooted into your life experience.
1: hundred percent. I mean, there's a book. I'm not sure if you've read it, uh, if not, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's called the power of moments. And in the power of moments, it's really looking at from a psychological perspective, the key components that go into any moment and cause it to like imprint. And typically, I'm going to totally botch this, but I'll see if I can find it quickly. It's these four things that a moment must have for it to, to really imprint. But one of the core things that really stood out to me was, and this could be a moment for like, it's not an event per se, but when you, I guess getting engaged kind of is an event, but not really, right. I'm not thinking about an event. I'm I'm thinking about a milestone or something that happens in your life, but it happens where there's elevated emotion and there's always connection and moments don't imprint on your memory unless that connection exists. Again, it's not puppeteering what that moment or that memory is going to be, but like setting a stage where You can have these things when you look back and have, wow, that was such a beautiful, beautiful memory. And so I want to give people the tools and ability to do that, where they can have these beautiful memories and have these moments of connection that they're going to remember for for years to come.
0: I love that. It's got to be a very, very rewarding just experience to kind of be sitting back and like watching someone's life memory. Hey, you're in charge of helping to create it, but then you actually get to witness it too.
1: Yeah, and that's so rewarding. I mean, it's so, so rewarding seeing the work, especially what it has been in the past, see it all come together.
0: I have a question for you. Have you joined the Super Expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202-918-3235 your questions.
1: I hope that with Party Trick, you know, it's a web-based platform. It's an app essentially. So we'll see those memories via the photos that hopefully come in a little bit later. So it'll be a little different to have that same validation and that reward. And I think I personally love that validation and reward. I think we all love validation. And so Seeing those moments like with a wedding or a really fabulous milestone event has been something in my career that I've really uh, loved and has fueled a personal and professional need. I'm curious how that'll pan out as we make this change.
0: Yeah. So what was it if there's like a specific, you know, from your childhood or early adulthood that gave you the, the idea that this was the kind of business that you wanted to create?
1: I think a lot of it was being around my family. What's interesting is actually, so I have an older brother and a little sister. They're both kind of on their next adventures as well right now. Um, But we've all ended up in industries that are about bringing people together and creating beauty. Um, My brother, his first chapter of his career, he was a professional athlete. And then he came back, this will come kind of full circle in a few, but and created this Great little specialty food store in Boulder called Cured, and it was almost like a community place. They ended up catering a ton of events, but it it was a very different approach than what had previously existed. My sister is a floral designer and stylist. She loves making these moments and memories really beautiful. And again, to bring that all back, like we grew up in a family that entertained a ton. My father was like the ultimate connector, and he was so incredibly charming. He made you feel like you were the only person in the room and he knew exactly what to do and what was right to say um to put people at ease in these large social environments and so our our childhood was spent you know watching him that he he was in a very different industry professionally but because of his position there he hosted and entertained a ton so we saw this and we modeled it and i think because it comes so naturally to us i don't think any of us are nearly as good as he was but we've all just been driven to emulate what we saw uh, it was so deeply imprinted additionally like giving back and finding ways to impact other people's lives both my parents really made sure that was a core value of our families and was something that we all could really speak to um and so we all have professionally in our own ways and whether that's I'm going to give back to someone by giving them a a beautiful moment or a beautiful flower arrangement. I think all of our intention behind all of that is really about the impact it has on another person more so than, well, how much can I charge for X, Y, and Z? It's, it's how can I impact all the people around us?
0: Yeah. I love that. I also love your story that how you guys all brought that to life, but in different ways. I always think it's so fascinating when you look at family dynamics and how all essentially have the same experience, but then you take your own personal twist and bring forth what you know, what you birth into the world. So along the way in, in building these multiple businesses that you have and to such a successful place, there had to have been somebody along the way that had been a super expander for you. So I'd love to hear a super expander story.
1: Yeah. I'm going to split it into two. Yeah, a, um, yeah, I, like I took a little liberty. The first, you know, is really my dad was so incredibly pivotal as a super expander for me in terms of just watching him communicate, be around other people, watching his business savvy, and then having him just drill me in the best of ways possible. Um, I think my dad made this comment once that we all chose lifestyle businesses, which it's true, like they they support the lifestyle industry. But the way he intended it and the way he said it was business to support our lifestyles because we value our lifestyles so much. And one where we could have a good quality of life as opposed to just saying, hey, I want to become an investment banker. I don't really like it, but I just want the paycheck that's associated. He's like, you guys went into this. And I remember we all took it pretty negatively and then realized, actually, this is pretty amazing because he did something he didn't love for years. And what he truly loved was, again, bringing people together. And so when I think about it from like an expansive and expander perspective, dad really pushed us all to look at the business that's within what was in our lifestyle, if that makes a little bit of sense, and then connect us with all of the bright people so that we could do everything that we wanted to do to the levels that we wanted to do it. And Hey, if I had this dream, he was going to poke a hole, make sure I contemplated it. So that way, when I was presented with an opportunity to pitch someone on a, a really large event when I was way either underqualified or like too young or whatever it might've been, not that too young means you're underqualified, but that we were ready and prepped and good to go. So he really opened up a lot of doors, uh, a network, which was beautiful. And we're, I'm very grateful for that, but B because of how he educated us. Um, and I'm putting my brother and my sister in that on the other I think about this as more of kind of how this person expanded my mindset. Um, And this is a man who I met roughly four years ago and he works kind of in in the innovation space. He's an entrepreneur. He does a lot with educational technology. And when COVID hit and we lost the ability to gather people like professionally or even personally for that matter, I started thinking, okay, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna pivot? And I went to him and I was like, hey, I have this idea from a professional perspective. Like, I want to grow this next company. I launched it. It didn't work. Um, And actually, Party Trick has come off of that. But we would talk probably every three, four days. And he's like, Virginia, you're not dreaming big enough. You're not dreaming big enough. You're not dreaming big enough. I'm like, well, yes, I am. I was like, I can never do that. He's like, yeah, you can. I'm like, no, I don't think I could do you know, what what I was kind of telling him or what he told me that I could do. And my takeaway from that is not, hey, I think I could be the next XYZ person or hey, I could have the impact on X many millions or billions of people. It was really, he got in there, made me question myself more than my abilities, but just like what I actually believed I was personally capable of and forced me over and over again. You're not dreaming big enough for my professional goals, my personal goals, as well as what I am personally capable of. It's very uh, general, but I think you get the general gist. So, yeah. yeah he
0: was just telling you, you were playing small and to stop doing that.
1: <laughs> stop playing small. You can do anything. I remember this is not the Expander story, but like, I, one of my guy friends recently came to me and he's like, Virginia, have you ever been told no, you can't do something? this was related to like my, my career, like, oh, you can't be a doctor because you're a woman. You can't be a this, or you cannot do those sort of things. Like, what were those messages that you got as a child? And now I've worked in a female dominated industry almost my entire life. And that's now pivoting as party trick inherently as a, a tech company. Now it's all guys. Um, so it's kind of funny, but I, I thought back on it and I was like, no, I've been really fortunate that Mark, the gentleman I was speaking to about at the very end, he really was like hammered home because I had heard the messages, even if I had not been verbally told that by someone in my immediate circle, I'd heard the messages that, no, you're not either. You're not good enough. You can't do this. And he pushed me outside of it. But I did think back. I'm like, no, I never, I was not that child. And I think about that with my children. I wasn't that child who had the parents trying to put me into a box. If I could dream about it and find a way and pitch my father on why something was going to happen, he allowed me to explore and be curious. And that was such a tremendous gift. And I want to offer that opportunity wherever I can to my children. We can do anything we set our minds to. We, the entire world, any single person, if you believe in yourself and you keep dreaming bigger and push that box, you can expand outside the box, but you put a small little box around yourself, you're going to stay within it push the walls over and over and you're going to keep expanding and be able to do, I mean, you're limitless. We're all limitless when we have the right mindset. And that's the most important thing.
0: Absolutely. It is so true. It's really funny how, when you actually start to expand those parameters with something you said I think that really rings true is that it's like that continuously. So when if we, if we go crazy big in the beginning, it's really hard for you to get your whole body and nervous system around it. And it's not that you should dream big, but when we just kind of start pushing the edges over and over all of a sudden your capacity, it builds and builds and builds. And then, and the next thing you know, that gigantic insane dream that you never thought was like ever in the realm of possibility is like right there.
1: Totally, it's all the little steps that get you up there. But yeah, I'm so spot on there right there with you.
0: Inside of, you know, the core values of, of curiosity driving you and bringing people together. The thing that really like propels you forward every single day as you're pushing your edges, you're building your capacity, you're really dreaming big and doing big things. What is it that when you get up every day is the thing that like helps you just keep putting one foot in front of the other?
1: Great question. I think the one thing that keeps me every day, well, I can never answer with one. One, it's routine, because I need routine to kind of keep myself going and that momentum. But the ultimate driver there is I believe in myself enough to know the impact that I'm able to make. And I believe whether that's the impact on how I how I choose to parent, how I choose to show up for myself and all those around me. Is the self-confidence so that I can have that impact, the impact drives me. It really does. And kind of keeps me day after day after day. The routine gives me the structure because without routine, then, you know, everything gets off track. Even if you have that like self-confidence, it doesn't work. Oh my gosh, most. yeah.
0: It gets, it gets a little too loosey-goosey without, without the structure. Yeah. So I love that you said belief because I feel like when you start looking at, if you looked at every single entrepreneur, especially the ones where like they do big things, right? That's the one thing that every single entrepreneur possesses. You have to have this deep deep belief because you're going to have so many people that tell you no or tell you that it can't be done or the way that you want to do it is crazy and then you have this you know your intuition is driving you but you have to have a deep-rooted belief in yourself to trust that intuition to follow the crazy idea to you basically have to be just crazy enough to go after it and it all starts with this belief in in yourself and in your mission.
1: Oh my God. I saw a hilarious TikTok. I wish I could find it. That was Malcolm Gladwell. And he was talking about entrepreneurs and the delusion. Oh, yeah. um, because it is like, we're all slightly delusional, but that's amazing. And you have, to, I mean, we have to be there. That's how the world keeps progressing. If founders don't exist, if entrepreneurs don't exist, we stop making forward momentum. You have to have that person with that little bit of crazy who has so much Belief in themselves that they're willing to do those hard things. What so. drives
0: innovation, right? I, I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. what drives it. so. For all the people who are listening, and they're like, oh, you know, I have this little idea that's I want to go after. I want to. I want to start a business. I want to build a business. I want to do something bigger. What would be like a juicy nugget of advice that you would give them?
1: My first off the cuff, like gut thing is just do it. um i think it drives just do it because there's never the right time and it's so simple to remember that obviously i think potentially because of when i was born and nike having that slogan come out when it did just do it i remember thinking about before we had children there's never a right time to have children there's never a right time to start dating again there's never the right time to launch a business but if you get out there and just do it and have that little bit of delusion and you're okay with that like we are all a little delusional in our own ways, but if you don't get the wheels turning, they never start. And if you just do it, it's the one thing that if you use that as a mantra. The confidence will increase, the momentum will get going. So not overly juicy, but there's never a right time. Just do it with the right information. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, action is what creates confidence. If you're waiting for confidence at the right time to start, you will absolutely never get there, ever, ever start. So action is what actually creates the, the confidence. And I think the belief too, right? It's like, I, I think when any of us start, it's just a matter of, you know, it's literally, it's ju- just doing it. You're like, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to just, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to try wow.
1: and it better work. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. learning that a lot right now. And that's terrifying when you've, I'm switching from a career where I've known what I was doing for so long. Now we switch and we're taking the same mission and pushing it further forward, but it when a different application. I mean, it's learning by failing over and over again, but we're doing it and you're just doing it.
0: Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's not really failure, right? It's all just feedback on how to how, what the next step is and how how to proceed.
1: Our opportunities to try again and be curious again over
0: and oh, over. <laughs> so good. So I know that everyone listening wants to know how to find you and get into your world. So what's the best way for them to do that?
1: The new company is Party Trick. www.partytrick.com. And we're on Insta at Party Trick. And then I have a personal website, just virginiatrafton.com, which is different than my last name here. But virginiatrafton.com kind of has a link to all my companies, a link to my Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, And we're going to be starting a newsletter in the near future as well. So I'll be sharing some tidbits there.
0: Amazing. I will make sure that all that is in the show notes for everyone to easily access that. So make sure you go say hello to Virginia. go check out party trick and see what all the magic is about. I appreciate you so much taking out the the time to have this conversation. I know that founder life is busy, it's demanding and that time really is, you know it really is our most precious resource. so thank you.
1: Thank you, Corey. I'm so happy we got to have this conversation. Appreciate it.
0: Likewise, Super Expanders. I will catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.